Hello and welcome to Neurodivergent Nothingness. My name is Erin and I was diagnosed with ADHD and am being treated for anxiety and depression as well. I realized that I don't have many hobbies beyond working, cleaning, and being a dog parent, so out came a podcast where I talk about whatever I'm fixating on for the moment. As a side note, this podcast is also currently a fixation of mine and could fizzle out at any point, but for now, here we are. Thank you for listening and welcome to the chaos. All right, so for this first episode, because she's right here causing chaos, let's fixate on my dog. So my dog's name is Nellie. Um, it has now turned into Nellie Bean. It started off as Nellie, as in Nellie Wafer, because she kind of looks like a vanilla wafer. But now it's just Nellie Bean or Beans or Bean or Naughty, depending, <laughs> depending on her current mood and how much I'm willing to deal with that day. So I got Nellie when I was living in Colorado, and she was actually a rescue from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I don't know much about her history or exactly how old she is, but there was something about a dumpster, and I don't know if that means she was inside a dumpster or found outside of a dumpster. All I know is that there was a dumpster in Albuquerque involved, and she was found with her two siblings. We don't know where mama is, we don't know where dad is, but she had two siblings at least, and uh, her shelter name was Crush, like the soda. And you can probably hear her in the background. There's honest to God, nothing I can do about that. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna have to deal with that since this episode is all about her. So her two siblings were named Sprite and Pepsi. And actually, when I was going to check out dogs for the first time, because this had been this has been a long awaited process. I was really excited to have a dog growing up and I even though I was scared of them and I had been doing a lot of research. This was during the pandemic. And finally, 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 I got to go to a shelter. So I had put down to only see Sprite and Pepsi, actually. I don't know why I didn't put down Crush. Maybe it was the name. I have no clue. But I, I guess I didn't like that name as much as I liked Sprite and Pepsi. So I only put down to see Sprite and Pepsi. And from their picture, they looked like they were going to be pretty big. And to be honest, I didn't want a big dog, but they were just, they were available. They were new. And it was estimated that they were probably somewhere between eight months and one year old, which was perfect for me. Absolutely perfect. It was my first time being a dog owner. So I really wanted to make sure that I had as much time as possible, but also that they really still weren't in that puppy phase because I was not ready <laughs> to deal with a puppy yet. So when I went to the shelter, I got to meet Pepsi and Sprite first, and I don't remember which was which, but one of them stepped in poop <laughs> and got poop all over my partner's sweatshirt. So that was that was an event. We decided we didn't want her after that, which I know is not the best thing, but a little awareness, I guess, might have been nice. My partner was the one who kind of was like, oh, no, now I have poop on my sweatshirt. We're not doing this. And then the other one ran away from us. 
which now is very understandable now that I kind of understand dogs more. Of course she ran away. Of course she wanted to hide. She was taken from her siblings. I'm so sorry. Nellie is in the background squeaking. Stop. Why do you choose violence? Go. Go do something else. Um, she's, again, probably going to be in the background this entire time. <laughs> oh, beans. Anyway, uh, the other sibling hid and ran away and it didn't really go well. So I was like, okay, well, since we're here uh, and we were early to our appointment, thank God, because some people were right on time, some people were late. And this is where this is where this is important. I asked, well, since we're here, can we see Crush? Like, can we check her out? We've already seen the other two and they didn't really work out. Um, yeah. So can we see Crush? And the person was like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, of course you can. You might as well. You're here. No one else that made appointments has come to see them yet. Go ahead. It's just you guys. Go see Crush. So we took um, Crush, who is now Nellie, was hiding behind her other two sisters. She was the biggest one of the pack, but she was so scared. She was cowering in the back. Like none of them got aggressive or defensive. They were just terrified, especially my Nellie Bean. But um, we scooped her up. We got her out of the little pen that they were all in and took her outside. And the assistant helping us or the volunteer helping us was like, oh, they go to the bathroom in this sandbox over here. And so what we kind of expected was, oh, so if they're taken outside and they want to go to the bathroom, they'll probably go to the sandbox. Hence the poop and the hiding and all of that fun stuff. That was just not really a red flag, but more like an orange flag. But Nellie, on the other hand, Crush, decided to go straight to the sandbox and go pee. Now, I don't remember this at all, but my partner to this day says that that is how he decided he wanted to get crush instead of the other two, was she knew where to go to the bathroom. And honestly, I loved her. She was, she was very scared, but she didn't try and run away from us. She was just kind of a mellow sweetheart. Um, which now is completely, that's not the truth. <laughs> she is not mellow, but she is a sweetheart. She's kind of sassy. But anyway, so we ended up saying, okay, crush is the one. Let's go. And we didn't have anything. <laughs> we didn't have anything for her. I had had two other rescues that we were going to go to that day. So just kind of peruse and browse. And I think that was my mistake. I knew that I wasn't just perusing. I knew I was probably going to end up taking a dog home. So we didn't have anything at home. We didn't have a bed. We didn't have bowls. We didn't have kibble. We didn't have anything. But luckily, the rescue we were at, once we were like, oh, we love Crush. She's ours. We're taking her home. The rescue had a lot of donations. Um, and we were just kind of able to pick and choose. So she got a couple of stuffies. She got a bed. They gave us a free bag of kibble, which was so nice of them. I don't think the person was supposed to, but she felt bad for us since <laughs> we were first-time dog owners and pretty young and just kind of starting out. And so she gave us a free bag of kibble, which was really nice. And that's also where she got her very first Kong. And now my dog is obsessed with greenies, number one, and Kongs. She 
loves it. We we actually still have her original Kong. It is now completely busted, but she just, it's one of those sweet little happy things that I don't think I'll ever be able to get rid of just because to me that is original Nellie. So when we're picking, when we're picking out all of this stuff, <laughs> in comes the other two people that had appointments to see this group of three dogs, the, the Soda Sisters. And one of them, as we were holding, as we were holding Nellie, she goes, and she was just, she was returning another dog that she had recently adopted within the two week period where you can kind of test out how they're going to be in your family. And then if it's not going well, you can bring them back to the shelter. She had just brought someone back and she looked at us and she sees Nellie in my partner's arms and she goes, is that crush? And we were like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I wanted the biggest one. And we were just kind of like, okay, <laughs> well, she's ours. She ended up actually adopting another one and I don't know where they're at, but she seemed pretty happy with Nellie's sibling, with Crush's sibling. I kind of, I lost touch with the company after that. I didn't really do anything by following them on social media or anything, but uh, Sprite or Pepsi, whichever one you were that got picked the same day as Nellie, congratulations. And I hope your mama loves you as much as we love our baby. Now, there was another person that came in, <laughs> and this lady was less, <laughs> less kind when she realized that we got Nellie. So she also had kind of the similar reaction, but she had been late to her appointment, whereas the other person had just kind of been on time. She was late to her appointment, and I guess she had been late to other appointments too, because she, again, looked at Nellie in my partner's arms and goes, is that crush? But like very, very sassy, is that crush? And we were like, yeah, it's crush. And she goes, oh, my daughter is going to be so disappointed. This is the second shelter we've been to when we've missed the dog that was supposed to be hers. And we were just kind of staring like, I don't know what you want us to do about that. You were late to your appointment. Like, obviously this absolutely means that this dog was meant to be with us because if you are being this nasty, like, ooh, I don't want to know what a dog in your family would have been like. I mean, maybe you're fine, but like, yikes. So again, we just, for the second time, we were just holding Nellie and we were just kind of like, all right, yeah, no, she is, she is ours. Great. Thank God. The first person honestly wasn't bad. It was just, it was kind of upsetting to hear, oh, I wanted the biggest one and not really a person that was testing out personalities. But honestly, that that could just be me. That could just be me. I really like getting to know dogs. I really like getting to know their personalities. Honestly, if we get Nellie a sibling, which will probably happen at some point, I really want to make sure that they have a good personality that fits with us and with our family dynamic and with Nellie, of course. So we're really going to go through a heavy vetting process. But 
Yeah. Anyway, after all of that shenanigans, we took our first family photo and we popped her in the car and my partner sat in the back seat with her and I was up front driving, um, which to my family is shocking. I'm not known for driving, but I had to drive a lot during the pandemic. So I was driving, my partner was in the back snuggling our dog. We actually had to go to Walmart to pick up our groceries. So we did a grocery pickup and he ended up taking Nellie out of the car to kind of explore while I waited in the car for the groceries. And while he was outside with Nellie, I was in the car thinking, hmm, I wonder what we should name her. She kind of, I, she kind of looks like a vanilla bean or like a vanilla wafer. So maybe Nellie? And my partner literally comes back to the car, goes to the window, and he goes, what about Nelly? <laughs> like, I kid you not, we both chose the exact same name. And so that ended up being her her adopted name. She went from crush to Nelly within a matter of probably two hours, maybe less. And all of a sudden we had a dog. And she was she was very, very shy, very scared. It took her it, actually, she did really good warming up to us. She was very happy, lots of tail wagging when it came to bedtime and getting snuggly. And um, she watched her first movie with us that first day. She really was not very, well, too trusting of us yet. She was kind of always ready to run, but she learned how to go up and down stairs, very scary stairs. She learned how to go up and down stairs probably within a week. And unfortunately had a lot of things going on with her. She had a few ticks and was coughing and heaving really badly. So we ended up <laughs> we ended up having about four to six hundred dollars in vet bills right off the bat after adopting our dog. <laughs> but at the end of everything, she's been doing really well. And I just I love and adore her so much. But it's it's so funny to see the difference between her when we first got her versus now. Cause now she's like the queen of everything. She's super sassy. She's very protective of me. So if we go to a dog park, she usually doesn't do very well because instead of playing, she decides that all dogs are enemies and she does not want them to hurt me in any way, shape or form, which they don't. But she has just decided that that's my mom back off. Um, when I'm not around though, so she goes to daycare sometimes at this amazing daycare facility named Lucy's Pack that works out of kind of, I'd say one to, one to two hours outside of New York City. And they drive in and pick the puppies up. They um, drive them back, all of that fun stuff. It's so, they're a wonderful, wonderful company. She was so shy when she first visited with them, but because I'm not there, she ended up attaching to Barbara and G who run the company and who are fabulous human beings. She ended up attaching to them a lot faster than I think I've ever seen her attached to other humans. And now instead of running away from other dogs, she's instigating. She is now the troublemaker. And apparently she really likes small boy dogs. So I have a feeling her sibling is probably going to be a small boy dog if we ever get her a sibling. I'm trying to think of what else I could possibly tell you about Nellie other than she's a sassy little monster 
and hates sweaters. I think it would be pretty responsible of me to talk about her grooming habits and the treats we get her, but you know, nothing's really interesting. I guess it's all pretty standard. I do get her groomed just because I have I have a nail trimmer. But the only time that she has ever threatened to bite me is when I'm trimming her nails and it just it stresses her out so much that to me, she when she goes to get her nails trimmed and goes to get groomed by someone else, she's just kind of resigned to it. Like she snuggles into them, doesn't really fight. Whereas for me, I'm mom, she fights me. So she gets a lot of treats when I do her grooming and clip her nails and all of that fun stuff. But I just, I've learned from all of the groomers that she just, she does so much better. Cause I'll be like, oh, hang on. She was really wiggly with me. And I had to put her muzzle on her just to make sure that both of us were safe. And they'll be like, oh, I don't know what you were talking about. I had no problems with her. She just kind of snuggled me the whole time. And I'm just sitting there like, all right, cool. It's like when you send your human kids to school and they're completely different children than when you have them home. Like you send off the like craziest kid to school and all of a sudden they're just like the best student ever. And then they come home and they're wild again. I mean, that was me. <laughs> Maybe I'm projecting, but that was me as a kid. So I guess my dog does the exact same thing. She's just a copy of her mom. It's fine. Before I kind of close this out, because I've been ranting for about 15 minutes now, but it's not a rant. It's a neurodivergent podcast. <laughs> oh my God, ain't that the way. Um, I'm going to leave you all with talking about her absolute favorite treat. So when we first got her, we had a bed for her and she did great the first night. She just kind of stayed in bed and slept okay, but really didn't, really didn't move from it. She was just kind of comfy cozy in her own bed with her new toys. The second night though, she decided that she was going to be up and down all night from our bed to her bed. And at some point she jumped on my partner's face. <laughs> like at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and we decided that it would be good to probably have her in a crate during bedtime just so that she didn't wake us up and you know jump on our faces at 2 a.m <laughs> which is kind of which is kind of frightening if you temporarily forget that you have a creature in your house so we got her a crate and we put her bed in. And in order to get her into her bed, we gave her a greenie, which is just a like tooth cleaning treat that you can get. It's like a dental treat for dogs. And she ended up like sprinting to bed night after night. She still does it. She sprints to bed. She knows the sound of the greenie bag. She knows the word greenie and the way we ask her if she wants to, if she's ready, is we go, do you want your greenie? And her head does this little tilt on the do you want? <laughs> and then she sprints off at greenie. So we love greenies. Luckily, it is cleaning her teeth. This episode, of course, is not sponsored. I've been, I have been 
Lord, I have been trying to get Greenies to like sponsor us, quote unquote, in some way, maybe send some free shenanigans because we literally we've been tagging them for the last two years just because it's it's her favorite thing in the whole wide world. But alas, not sponsored, probably never going to be. But yeah, so we she's a goof. She loves her things. One of her things is Greenies. The other's her Kong. And it's been like that since day one, day two. We love it. Old habits die hard, I guess. Anyway, that is what I'm going to call the first episode of Neurodivergent Nothingness, where I literally talk about whatever the hell I'm fixating on. And today it was my dog. Tomorrow, let's be real, not tomorrow, but I'm probably going to continue recording tomorrow because now this is a fixation of mine. I'm probably going to talk about witchcraft. I don't know when this is going to come out, what is happening, if it's ever going to see the light of day, but here we are. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I am so sorry (laughs) that you got all the way through this, but I hope you enjoyed. If you have any suggestions for what I should talk about next or what I should explore, we'll see if I end up fixating on it. And I will probably do another podcast about that thing. Alrighty. See you later. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.